my friends, and welcome back to another episode of Sultuary, the podcast. We are a podcast where it's just a safe space to have conversations from the soul. You know, I really hope that these messages, these, not even messages, just these conversations truly speak to your soul and help you in any possible way. Today, I have a special guest. Her name is Kayla. <laughs> Kayla Kalani on Instagram, right? Yes. Is that your last name? So my last name actually is not Kalani. Kalani <laughs> is part of my middle name. Okay. Um, I can give you the whole thing. Hi, everybody, okay. by the way. <laughs> um, my name is Kayla Nawalea Okalani. Wiseman is the last Ooh. name. Yeah. So Wiseman just kind of throws it off. So we just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we yeah. don't do the whole yeah. name. So just... <laughs> Kalani. Kayla Kalani is cool. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. mean, it just matches you. But I think I saw like your real name one day on maybe on your ID. Or, I don't even remember on something, and I was like, "Oh, who is that?" I was like, "Yeah." I was <laughs> like, like, "That's not the Kayla I know." Yes, Kalani is. I feel a little bit more my personality and who For I sure. am. And yeah, I'm. I'm not. I don't know. I think also as a child, I was always made fun of like Wiseman, you're a, a man. You know, there's always like those kids in school but that yeah, always make fun of you. I know everybody got bullied somebody. For so I was like. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy because like as a child just that just made me think i'm already getting into yep, it here we go here we go <laughs> it's time like, i'm just like as a child where like it literally starts from like the beginning that we're told to be something other than what we are like i remember what i got bullied for was being hairy <laughs> what so like i would never forget i was like so over it my parents were pretty kind of like strict growing up so i just i'll never forget Going into my parents' shower, <laughs> grabbing my mom's razor, and literally shaving my whole like, body. I don't care what they say. Yeah. I'm not waiting till I'm 13. Yeah, yeah. literally, my mom <laughs> did not let me. I don't even, I think it might have been like, it was probably elementary school to be honest that I shaved. Oh and then God. I just remember stepping out, like to go have dinner in like a sweatsuit. <laughs> I was gonna say, did you have cuts all over your? Like, did you know how to do? It? <laughs> probably, I probably had cuts too, to be honest. But I just remember walking out, and my mom was like, "My mom knew already. Mm-hmm. She, she was like, why are you wearing that? Like, what is wrong with you?' I'm like, I'm just really cold <laughs> in a in like an 80 degree house. I'm like, I'm freezing. It's so cold in this house. You're like, how long can I do this for? Yeah, I committed. Now no, what? I th- I'm like literally within like. I want to say 30 minutes she already knew yeah she was just like what did you do i feel like <laughs> i feel like kids can like other kids like childhood man they can screw you over a little bit yeah and like yeah. mess with your mind but yeah. also you're like thanks for the push now i got yeah. to shave my legs for everybody else <laughs> <laughs> yeah you yeah, know i'm not hearing you're you, like now you. i'm a trendsetter <laughs> did it first yeah. <laughs> yeah, literally. well now i get lasers so i don't have to worry about hair at all but i'm like damn how is i like I don't, I, I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> you know, shout out to those kids. Yeah. For, for the making, name calling. You. And <laughs> you made my come up. <laughs> look at me now. Yeah. Look at me now. Hairless. Like a naked mole rat. Just, <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. A brand new baby. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So tell us a little bit about you, like your upbringing, where you came from. Obviously your name has, comes from somewhere. Very mm-hmm. cool. <laughs> yeah. So um, I was originally born in Lahui, Kauai. And both my parents were there. Um, I have like a little bit of history and knowings between my parents, my mom more. So I know her background story. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad's is kind of a vague. My dad was like in my life for when I was a child. And then as I got older, we kind of distanced ourselves and we weren't. We'll get into that conversation mm-hmm. in a second. But yeah, so I basically was born there. Were your parents from Hawaii? They're not originally from Hawaii. Okay. So my mom actually took 
she was I feel like she was like beyond her years like she was a low-key hippie without being a hippie okay where she basically <laughs> was you know uh, young and she got married really young was in a relationship that she didn't like she basically got out of it got her friends together sold everything was like let's do a road trip across the whole U.S. And they got in a car, went across the whole U.S., and when they got to Hawaii, she was like, I'm staying here. And she ended up fi- wow. meeting some guy that had a boat, and he's like, if you if you end up, like, staying here and you want to, like, just wash, take care of the boat, wash it for free, like, you can live here for free. So she lived in Hawaii for the first year. Wow. Dang, so, on yeah. a trip. <laughs> and she just stayed there, and that was it. And then she lived there for years before she met my dad. So my dad was there, okay. and that's a whole other situation on its own in that story but they met through one island and moved to another one so they're all over the map with that but yeah we ended up fast forward to when I was born we ended up getting hit with a storm and wiped out everything and for some reason we decided to come to Florida where there's more hurricanes (laughs) (laughs) don't know why out of all the options we could have chosen we came here but yeah and feels most like Hawaii I I mean honestly I'm pretty happy about this compared to like I don't know Minnesota or something I don't know we could have yeah like I could have went anywhere I'm happy I came to South Florida (laughs) Kansas yeah like I mean if there's anywhere else no sorry if you're from Kansas (laughs) or Minnesota we love you oh yes sorry sorry just you know there's for me I really appreciate being surrounded by a lot of culture I was gonna say that like, and that's that's why I'm that's like, that's just all that yeah, is it's just so, there's just such a big like it's just very diverse here yeah yeah and and same back home it, it is that way as well and to be honest I felt like growing up because I moved here when I was so young I, my parents it was super important to them to like keep that culture with me and I didn't really understand it until I started getting older and we would go back there more often and I would travel there alone and I was like I get it now you know like we would come here and life was so fast paced and I would yeah. I would be at school with kids I have all these cars and all these monies and these houses and I wanted those things too because they felt good and my mom was just like why do you care about those things you know like mm. it was very fast paced here and my mom went through a lot of culture shock coming here well a lot of it here is about appearance like the look of things yeah you know like I know that's one big thing like that I had like growing up it's like what are people gonna think what are like so I've always like I don't know I just grew up that way it's like you know like living for other people yeah the outside so validation that's kind of, yes that's kind of like the and, lifestyle and that here, like status you know? of that yeah and like mm-hmm. what that looks like on the outside and I didn't realize that until I got older and I also felt like because it was so important to my parents to keep that, I almost felt like sometimes too, I was like, am I, I almost had this like identity crisis thing where I was like being where I was from was so important, but I also felt so disconnected because I wasn't around it so much growing up. And I was around here, like I was around so much like Hispanic culture. And so I feel like that became a part of my life so much too. So, um, but yeah, every time I go back home, it's just where it centers me, it grounds me, it brings me back to like my why and like life is so much bigger than the things we do and the things we have. Yeah. So. Well, I've been to Hawaii twice and <laughs> lucky enough to go and it is one of the most beautiful places. Honestly, like I, when I went, obviously I was on vacation. So like yeah. you're always carefree yes. on vacation, but you can just tell the lifestyle, like it's very slow paced. Nobody's rushing. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody's like honking people down driving. Like it's just, just like the views, the atmosphere, the energy is just very like, yeah, peaceful. I think it's the people, you know, and it's like, you know, the energy of 
aloha and like the fact that like people are really everybody's family there everybody's ohana like everybody wants to take care of one another and there's so much love and here <laughs> love i love here and i think there's gem moments here but i feel like people are ready to run you over a little bit yeah here you yeah, know yeah and it's just so fast-paced people yeah. like aren't genuinely like caring for one another yeah. in the way that in other countries, yeah. you know, they do. That's like Costa Rica. Mm -hmm. Costa Rica is where I'm from. And I grew up going there also every year. And it's very similar, the lifestyle to Hawaii, where it's very slow paced. Mm -hmm. It's known to be like one of the happiest countries in the world, actually, because like people are just so carefree. They're not so caught up on like working like insane hours or like fitting a certain appearance. So it's just like, I don't know and then the views again mm -hmm. the, the beaches like yeah. people like it's big over there like surfing and mm -hmm. you know like just I think it's being connected to the island <clears throat> you know like it's 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 about that you know because it's so I, I feel like Costa Rica may be the same way there's a lot it's preserved it's taken care yes. of so like the way you treat earth is the way you're going to receive it back yes. and you have the ability to be that. able to like I don't know, just that's one thing I think I miss always is it's not, it's like the views of course, but it's like the ability to just like go hike and just go on top mm -hmm. of a mountain and be disconnected and be connected to nature is. And it reconnects you back to mm -hmm. yourself. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, that's one thing I always lack, like because I travel a lot, I'm always like, ugh, I'm craving like a hike, yes. like nature, yes. mountains, just that just the feeling air, yes. of, yeah, that feeling yes. of free. Yes. Feeling free, yeah. you know? Yeah. Obviously, we can find it here in our own little ways, but there's nothing like, yeah. I don't know, just like seeing these breathtaking views and like hiking, you know, go, taking the journey, yeah. taking yeah. the journey up and then like hitting the top of that mountain. And it's just like, I did that. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's beautiful. So yeah, that's where I'm from. I don't even see. We're going to go off topic. <laughs> First okay. off, I'm a Gemini. So I'm going to go in all different <laughs> areas. I'm going to try my very best, but like I get one thought here and one thought here. And it's okay. That's I'm how I everywhere. am too. Yes. So. One of my thingies is actually Gemini. Yeah. I actually didn't oh, even know that. Like in your horoscope. Yeah. So like my rising, right? Or my sun, your which is your main one. Your, your main sun. one is your sun, right? Yeah. Okay, like I'm I'm with this world. But like also, <laughs> I know me too. I'm me not too. an expert. Like it's <laughs> <Me too. laughs> I your sun is like like I'm a Gemini, you're a Taurus. Yeah. yeah and then yeah. you have like your and moon. Then, yeah. One of them is I don't remember if my moon is my either my I don't know, my rising or my moon is either Cancer or Gemini. So like those are my three things. Oh wow. Taurus, wow. Gemini and Cancer or Taurus, Cancer, Gemini. So wow. I'm emotional you're, as hell. You're That's <laughs> when the cancer yes, comes yep, from. <laughs> yep. But the emotion I feel like with cancers, see, we're gonna go off. Um <laughs> okay. emotion with cancers, I feel like I feel like people think they're just emotional, like in tears. Yeah. But yeah, they're yeah, emotional no, no, like no. when they're happy, they're so happy. Yeah. yeah like I when they're angry, either, they're yes. so like they're I'm just very, passionate. And for me, like one of my greatest gifts has been getting to know myself and learning myself and validating my own feelings yep. so like now I can navigate life so much better since I've like been able to just figure that out honestly yeah. like know that like okay I'm just very like when I'm happy I'm really happy and when I'm sad I'm really freaking sad yeah <laughs> and like, and like okay. to be to honor both of those sides yes you know yes yeah I feel like the journey of figuring out and finding who you are never ends but it also becomes I don't know there's like it's like a joyous feeling where you're just like, wow, this is really cool. Like yeah. I, 
I don't yeah. know. I, I wish I could go tell my 16 year old self like, hey, like this is actually a really cool part of yourself. <laughs> like yeah. I know right now you're frustrated, but it's going to be great. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah. OK, so we went to buy about me. I totally went lost. It's OK, okay I'm it's so just, sorry. It's a part of it. Yep. No, yep. No, yep. We're running. We're running. <laughs> We're caught. It's a yes. conversation. Um, so I left off. We moved here. Um, and yeah, I just I am lucky to say that I grew up with both parents that were very, um, they were very big on making sure I lived a life that was doing something I loved. Mm. They weren't big on like doing anything that was like for the money or for whatever, like just find something you're passionate about and you'll never work a day in your life. That was just mm-hmm. kind of how they were. I mean, my mom, she was, a, or she still is a teacher, um, but my Doesn't dad, what they did, yeah, yeah, and my dad was a scuba dive instructor. So cool. we were always in the water and like he literally got paid to teach people how to scuba dive which is really cool. Uh, So, um, yeah, growing up then, um, I was here and then what else? So your dad was not part of your life. When, when did that begin? Um, that happened, I would say starting when it really started was at the age of nine. I think I started to really, I was really self-aware as a child. Um, I was also exposed to a lot of things. Um, my dad was an alcoholic, so I, during my parents' divorce, I, I saw a lot of things, you know, of that whole, disease basically of going through him going through that um and just the choices he made I really knew it was going on I had a younger brother and an older sister so I was that middle child that was like all up in the business of everything but just also self-aware and I had made the decision to kind of like step away from that at the same time as he was also making choices to be just not a part of that because of his own journey and what he's going through at that time when I was younger like I had no I was just angry and I was just hurt and I just, you know, but now I'm in a space where I can look back and be like, okay, he was a human and this is what the cards he was dealt with. And ultimately like that was his journey and that's part of my journey and it's built, it's built me to who I am today, you know? So that's beautiful when you can see that, when you can see past like the surface. Yeah. And I, and I think unfortunately I didn't understand that lesson until he recently passed away two years ago. So that was unfortunately the hardship through that. And again, it's just the life and it's yeah. how it's your journey, how it's destined to be. Um, but I learned a lot through not taking life so lightly, you know, like we're ignorant to think we have tomorrow and to also live it through so much purpose. And like, we always think like, oh yeah, even if there's like, you know, you have a fallout with somebody like, oh, I'll have that conversation with them tomorrow. I'll have it with them in another month. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'll like, you know, like it's always like pushing it off. And then there's some times where you're like, wow, like that's gone. It's yeah, not there anymore. I'll never have that moment. Yeah. Like that opportunity yeah. ever again. And, and it started making me also be mindful of like, what am I actually here on this earth to do? Like, what mm-hmm. am I doing? Like, am I just trying to get the house, trying to get the money, trying to get the whatever, or, you know, trying to, and I've never been a money driven person, but I think being successful was something that was always really instilled in me also. And like being, you know, having a lot of accomplishments, but like success can be defined in so many different ways, mm-hmm. you know? Also, if you dig deep down to, for what? Yeah, exactly. For who? Yeah, like, exactly. Is it for to feed your ego mm-hmm. or is it like because of something that like you actually want to accomplish? Yeah. So I became more mindful too. And I felt like at the end of the day, when literally at the end of the day, when everything stripped away, like what actually is important, you know? Mm-hmm. And for me, I really just enjoy being around people who are really aligned with me. And um, I don't know, just, just bring positivity and goodness and not that everything in life has to be positive but I, I want to be do making a difference you know yeah and but it, our, our own brain is enough mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> enough turmoil to you know want that 
yeah in relationships and that's okay to want that because I feel like I've been in a similar stage where it's like yes not every relationship is gonna be rainbows and sunshines you know it's relationships are roller coasters but I think as long as you're grounded in like something bigger than yourself and like I don't know I think just having the same visions and values with like others being aligned is super important in friendships and knowing that's going to change that's the part I feel like I I have um because of my growing up and the way I was I was very I I would like to say I was on my own for Mm -hmm. a big chunk of it and I kind of did life by myself and um because of that I became very like really tied to people I didn't want to let anybody go and so when I felt like somebody was leaving even if it was something not bad like I had a my best friend moving away and that was so hard for me because I was like she's gone she's leaving me you know like (laughs) she's doing this to me yeah but you know knowing that things are not permanent and that that's just kind of the beauty of life and now I've changed the relationships that I've had and the viewpoints I have with people where it's not I'm I'm losing them it's like wow what a beautiful gift that I had them during this period of my life where I really needed them and look at all these memories we had yeah and but also it's not like you don't have them anymore it's just like you said change yeah change is like it's just adapting to a new version of that friendship yeah evolving to a different season yeah you know like I my best friend moved to Texas and like we just like our relationship is still the same. Mm-hmm. Like she's still my ride or die, but like it just evolves into a, a different type of yeah. like yeah. a different season of our friendship. Now, hopefully, she's moving back soon. But like you're like this is the know, part where changes like, again. Yeah, and she yeah, comes yeah, exactly, back yeah. exactly. And that's you know that's relationships. Yeah, every type of relationship. It's just learning to adapt to the newness of it. Yeah. Okay, so now let's get it back into, we're going to go off over and over again. Um, So the other aspect of me is, I guess about me, is that I'm just an overall um, multi-passionate woman who is super, I guess, I. it's so weird saying this way. If you told me 10 years ago, I would never be like, I'm this creative person who does blah, blah, blah. Like I'm, I am now in this new phase where I'm really owning who I am and it's really cool for that so I can proudly say yeah I'm a really creative person who is in a thank you in a lot of different avenues um I feel like for a long time society you know kind of puts I feel like a lot of people can relate to this where you're kind of put in this box you know like okay well you choose this path or this path you know you graduate or you're graduating from high school like what what career are you gonna pick you mm-hmm. know and for what me college I, are you going to yeah, yeah and I I to be honest I was not a school person like I just I never found the drive to just sit and be in class and just, I was a, I need to do things. I need to move. Same. I need to like, <laughs> I, you know, like I, I felt like I was so much more productive, you know, getting things done. And I tried the school thing. It didn't work out. Um, and I, and, yep. Exactly. And my, my gut kept wanting me to continue doing my outside things. And at that time I was, um, working at a dance studio and I was working within the office and, I'm happy I did because from there, like I learned so many lessons from that place. I mean, I was there for 12 years and I ended up moving up and, and managing that studio and, and it became a home and I learned so much of that process. So at one point I was doing that and through that I also learned and I was, I learned a lot, but I was also able to learn outside of things. Like I ended up really getting into filming and, you know, taking photos and just doing more social media content. And obviously and you're I, really amazing. at it. <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you. I'm still in the journey of that. Um, and then also I, 
you know, I've worked at a dance studio because I am a dancer. So I also I had my say, yes, I didn't, I didn't <laughs> announce answer, yeah. that. Yes, I am also a dancer. Um, and I'm a dance instructor, dance teacher. I've been working with kids for a long time. So I, I just felt like I was in a hub where I could really like grow and learn. And obviously it didn't happen all at once, but it, I was able to really grow in that way. And through that also, I ended up having an injury going through things and I really got into the fitness world. So I also am now certified as a personal trainer. So I'm all over the place, but in the best way. So all things dance, all things uh, content creations, videos, and um, personal training, healthy living lifestyle, that's me. So I guess I just made that a whole long ass intro for no <laughs> damn reason, but that is it's me. A, it's okay, it's a part of it. Yeah. So when did you start dancing? I started dancing, I guess, technically in like the later realm of what you would call for like a dancer. I started dancing at the age of 13. My mom didn't really have a lot of money, like, supporting that um so my mom was like well if you want to dance you gotta get a job so that's what I did I was doing everything I could possible and I would work and I wasn't really geared towards like one dance studio because I because money was for me like when I could get it I would just kind of train at different studios whether it was in Miami or in Broward and I would just kind of jump into different classes and sometimes I would be able to commit to certain tuitions um but yeah I just kind of started doing that and I guess through school too I was able to dance luckily um, and yeah, I just kind of grabbed everything I could and just applied it. So I started dancing at nine, uh, 13. There's okay. my answer. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, cool. I love that. Yeah. So now I know you've been kind of like in a transition of like life. Mm -hmm. I know we had this conversation and I feel like I've related to it in so many ways just because I feel like turning 30 was fun really fun at first yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like I'm on top of the world like you know 30 is the new hit, 20 yeah you hit 30 and you're just like I don't give a crap about what anybody says about me I don't like mm -hmm. I don't know you just have like a different like approach in light like mm -hmm. I don't know yeah it's just a different approach to life where you're yeah. just like you don't care as much about the little things that you used to care about when yeah. you're in your 20s because in your 20s you know you're figuring it out yeah so then we turn 31 mm -hmm. then it's like oh shit <laughs> like like <laughs> that was fun but was, yeah. oh shit <laughs> yeah yeah it's, I, like, it, it, it's just again I feel like society has a way of making you feel like I remember when I was young I was like 24 I was like 24 I'm gonna be married and then by 28 I'm gonna be this and here I am you know what I mean and I'm honestly not mad that none of those things happen I feel like I feel like the more you have the awareness that like Life is meant to be long. So like if I hurry up and do all the things that I want to do, then what am I mm. doing after that? I love that. So yeah. um, I've had to learn how to let go and how to just take things day by day. I was always like, I have to do this. I was very goal-driven and I still am goal-driven, but there isn't this like, um, I don't pressure. know. This, yeah, I'm not putting this pressure on myself. It's just, I'm trying to approach life with more play and more joy and kind of like that kid-like finesse but with the 30 year old uh, experiences and lessons that I have. So yes. I think it's approaching it that way. I feel like when you get into your twenties, like you kind of walk out of being a teenager and you're like, well, I'm grown. I know how to do everything. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. In reality, you have no you idea what you're anything. doing. <laughs> I look back at like my 20 year old self and I'm like, what was I thinking? Oh like, God. oh my girl, I was who, wild. Like, <laughs> for, well, cause for me, like, you know, my, my parents got married super young. They had kids super young. So like, I always thought that was my path too. Mm. I was like, I'm going to get married really young. I'm going to have kids really young. I mean, I did one of the two really young, Yeah. but like, I'm just like, I think back at like little me and I'm like, I knew nothing. 
Like I didn't even know who I was. Yeah. Like that's the, and that's the biggest thing. I think that's the greatest power that I've had. I think you too have had stepping into our thirties, just learning who we are and loving and accepting that. Yeah. You know, and that's been, yeah, that's been like my greatest power stepping into my thirties. But then comes the pressures of, like you said, society expecting you, not even success. It's outside. Not even society, but it's just, you think that you're supposed to be somewhere other than where you are. Yeah. And like, that was like the biggest thing for me turning 31. I'm like, I never would have envisioned my life like where it is, you know, like obviously I've done a lot. I'm in a great space, but you always think you, you always like want more for yourself. Yeah. So then like, it's so easy for us to like beat up, beat ourselves up because of that. So like, yeah, the transition of just like (sighs) getting into that. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like for me, I, I can relate because I feel like I used to always be like, well, I'm not where I need to be. And I think I wasn't realizing that I was only going back to like myself maybe six months ago or like mm. a year ago, instead of being like, even for you, if you were to go back to maybe when you were 12, 14 years old, like you probably wouldn't even imagine yourself having a studio oh, or yeah. having a podcast. Like yeah. that wasn't even a thing. You know yeah. what I mean? Like podcasts yeah. were not even a thing yeah. at that age. Well, besides that, I think of my little self all mm-hmm. the time. And I'm like, the way that I can just like pick up a mic or like pick up a, pick up a camera and just talk, that was like my biggest fear. Yeah. Like if you knew me, like the old Emily, like early, like teen, early 20s Emily, I was insanely shy, insanely insecure. Like, and here you are, girl. Like, <laughs> I remember the first time I picked up a mic and I had to do like announcements at, at church. I was like, uh, uh, hi, <laughs> hi, everyone. I'm like shaking, I'm like freaking out, and I'm like, welcome. And then I remember I'd get so nervous. I'd just start laughing. And I'm like, (laughs) 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 so awkward, so awkward, so embarrassing. Like there was a time where I had to pray in front of like a whole bunch of people. And like, number one, I'm not a good prayer. Number two, I was insanely shy. I like literally froze. Wow. Froze. And then here you are. Yeah. Now that I'm like, so like I look back at that and I'm like, wow, I'm so proud of myself. Like. And a lot of that has just stemmed from getting to know mm-hmm. myself, loving myself and knowing, like just finding that inner confidence that like we all have within yeah. us. I feel like, at least for me personally, sometimes you have to go through life in different ways. You know, I, I feel like I went through different levels. I felt like my dad passing was one thing and there was some bumps that happened in between. Um, and then eventually it's almost like life has to strip away this old identity of you and mm-hmm. kind of not leave you with nothing, but it needs to take away things from you. And then you start having a different perspective and looking and you're like, actually, I, I need, I have this new identity or I, I have, I have outgrown this old me, you yeah. know? Well, that's if you allow it to, if, if. you put in the work <laughs> throughout it, because if not, we get stuck in this mm-hmm. loop and we'll keep reliving and reliving and yeah. reliving those lessons that we're meant to learn. Yeah. It's that need for control. Yeah. Yeah. You know? But life is constantly it's giving changing. us. It's constantly yeah, changing. changing and giving us the lessons. Yeah. That's like the, they're there. That's the one thing that will, you can count on is the lessons and the change. And I think it's being able to adapt through those changes because, um, yeah, you can easily get caught up in trying to control and hold. And I feel like there's more freedom you gain by letting go, you oh, know, yeah. and just trusting, like just trusting the universe and, 
sometimes when things happen, you have to be like, this isn't happening to me. This is happening for me. Even yes. if it makes no sense right now, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just, you're like, I don't know what's happening, but take the wheel and I'm just on the ride. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. That's one thing I will say where no matter what age you are, we're like all figuring it we out. We should as do this we again when we turn 40. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I know. And then be like, remember when we were 30? I'm like, remember we thought we knew it all. No, I'm just kidding. I don't think I know it all. That's one thing in my 30s. I'm like, I don't, I don't know, know shit. shit. <laughs> I don't know shit. And help me figure it out. Let's yeah. go. You we're in this together. From, yes. Yep. You literally go from in your 20s, like, I know everything. I'm on top of the world to. I don't shit. know shit. I don't know anything. <laughs> yes. And I don't think I ever will. Yes. You know, yeah. like. And that's, it's letting that go. And just, I don't know, just again, I'm trying to come from a place of like that kid, like that joy, like experience Mm -hmm. and just less of like, I have to do it at this level and it has to be perfect. And it has to be A, B, C, D, E, F, G. It has to be, just has to be me and authentic and genuine and whatever that looks like, you know? Yeah. So yeah. I love that. I feel like you should get interviewed one day. (laughs) Like, I feel like next time I should come on here and be like, Emily, I have a set of (laughs) questions for you. Let's talk about you, girl. That would be fun. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> I'd be down. <laughs> I mean, I I usually like give you know people mm-hmm. more mostly know my life. I think for the most part, it's they funny because I'm yeah. It's, I know it's I'm a media. very <laughs> I know I'm a very I say this all the time. I'm a very extrovert introvert person, mm-hmm. but then also like I say a lot, but I still hold like keep a lot to myself. Yeah, like I mean, as like you we should. all do. Yeah, yeah, exactly, and it's it's just the way that I, I don't know, I move through life. And for me, like, I'm not going to share something unless I've already gone through it. And, and unless like, I know it's going to help others. Like that's like my main purpose on why I even have a podcast, why I even share the things I share on social media, because like, I want to remind others that they're not alone because that's like my lesson (laughs) since childhood, like just life reminding me you're not alone. You're not alone. Like, that's been like my biggest thing. Like my whole depression when I was a teen was like stemmed from like loneliness and feeling like I had nobody. And so like life is giving me lesson after lesson after lesson and like just reminding me like, you're not alone, you're not alone. Mm -hmm. So like every time I'm like, shit, you're right. I'm not alone, I'm not alone. Like, (laughs) yes, I I can relate on that. You know, I think for me, um, mine was always, and it still lingers. I can't say that I'm like completely over it, but it's like that fear of not being good enough. Like, I'm mm. not ready. I'm not good enough. I'm not there yet. Like, I'm not yeah. like that. I, I just, I'm not qualified enough or whatever. Yeah. And I've kind of like just learned. And I I've, I think what the biggest thing was from my 20s to now is I held on to a lot of fears and I let fear in the way. Mm. And then I realized they're still there, <laughs> you know? So I had to just be like, I'm either going to face it or I'm going to keep feeling this like kind of disappointment within myself because I'm still scared of this thing or I'm still not going for this thing or I still have this urge and this want to accomplish this and I'm just in my own way yeah so I feel like that's always what it is we're in our own way it's so annoying we are literally in our own way yeah yeah it is very annoying yes it's even more annoying when you put it that way because like yeah it's me it's nobody else yeah it's easier to point and be like oh because this person did this or this person this happened or this happened to Mm -hmm. me so yeah, no, we're responsible for everything in our lives, whether we like yeah. it or not. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> At least how we, rea- we react. We react to things, you yeah. know? Yeah. So, so yeah. Creative I love it. life. Yes. <laughs> so how are you adapting and, like, maneuvering through this whole transition of your life where, like, I feel like you're kind of in between, like, seasons of, like, mm-hmm. a new career change. Like, you're, you're finally 
doing more like video and photo and stuff like that. Like yeah. the creative, I mean, it's just a different creativity, but yeah. like, it's like the one avenue I have of compared to like the dance and everything yeah. else. But yeah, um, I feel like the universe had been giving me signs, points, whatever needs happen. And I, when I say universe, also I say universe, God, whatever that is to you. Mm -hmm. um, and I would hear it, I would feel it, but I am a person that I'm super loyal and committed. Like when I'm committed and when I love somebody or something, I'm like all the way to the end. And I think it's a good trait of mine, but I also think it could um, be an unbeneficial trait of mine as well. And I feel like the mm -hmm. universe was like, well, it's time for you to go to this next level mm -hmm. and kind of pushed me out. And, you know, through things like that, they are difficult, but also like I knew like, okay, like this is for me again, like the conversation we had before this. And yeah, now I've just been kind of being okay with not knowing what's coming next. I think I was always like, you know, I, I want to have this by the end of the year. I want to have this by, which again, goals give you something to drive towards, but because They're I'm already, yeah. The attachment to uh -huh. them is where it gets And like, unhealthy. it's okay to pivot or it's okay. Like to change my mind, you know? And because I'm such a multifaceted person, like some days I'm really inspired to, to dance and to create, or some days I'm really inspired to, to film something, you know? And I think I would find myself being frustrated, like oh, I'm being indecisive again. I don't know what I want, but it's, I do know I want, I want all those things. And I'm just living a life where I'm learning how to fuse those things. And I don't have to live like the person next to me. So I think it's just walking every day and waking up in the morning and be like, what am I doing today? Mm -hmm. and and trusting that obviously I, i'm not just like waking up waiting yeah. for the world yeah. to hand me things i'm definitely going out and um just having conversations and connections and you know creating relationships with people and um kind of like the same concept you said like i don't have to do life alone either you know i'm a really big person of collaborating i feel like everybody has something to bring to the table and i can learn from so many people around me and vice versa and yeah. life just feels better that way you know yeah. so we're I'm all here yeah. to make one another uh -huh. better. Yeah. And I'm just in a space where I'm just exploring and experimenting and creating and it, with a blend of seeing what I can do and seeing what I want to do and seeing what I don't want to do. And that's how I'm adapting, I guess. Just just trusting myself is mm. the biggest thing I'm doing. Mm. Um, that's, that's huge. I remember I was um, the last time I went to therapy, I said that statement where I was like, I didn't even realize I said it. And like I had this huge breakthrough where I was like, you know, I, I trust myself or like I said something along those mm -hmm. lines of like, I believe in myself and my therapist like, wait, what was that? <laughs> and I was like, I said, I trust myself. She's like, did you just hear what you just said? You know, because for a lot of us, like it's, mm -hmm. we don't trust ourselves. And like, so, and again, it all stems from you. If you're not trusting, loving, feeling whole within yourself, you cannot do that with others. Yeah. So like, everything begins with you yeah and I feel like that was my biggest thing for me like I it's so crazy because it was so it's always been even when my whole life transition just happened you know at first I'm like okay what am I going to do who am I going to work for and I, and I started seeing a lot of things where it's like I can bring help this person I can help this and I was like why am I so quick and ready to bring other people up which again I'm all for helping bring yes. people up but for a long I've been doing that for so long and I'm like I need to give that same love to myself also because I haven't been. I'm so quick and ready to like bring others and help people and bring them up. And I guess that's what this season is. It's like, I feel that Counting I understand. On yourself. Yeah, yeah, and for a long time I didn't trust myself, even though other people were so quick to trust me. 
So yeah. <laughs> do you think it's because of the fear of failure? I think it's the fear of failure. I think it also comes with like that, almost like that outside validation as well, a mm, little bit too, yeah. and not being good enough. I think I've struggled with that like uh, abandonment and, and kind of situation where like you're not good enough the next or like, mm. and that same, you know, concept of like disappointment or like um, not achieving or I don't know, success again was something growing up that was like really important. Um, and I don't know, I think that kind of helped me through that. So, and I, I don't know, I think also as a creative, we're so passionate about what we do. So we're so critical on ourselves. It's not like we're doing a math problem, like two plus two equals yeah. four and then we're yeah. done and that yeah. it's right. Yeah. It's not very like concrete. Yeah. And, and I think I have to remember that, you know, mm -hmm. like I have to be like, this is just me expressing myself in my journey where I'm at right now and there's no wrong or right way. Obviously we're always going to look for ways to improve and to be better and, but to also like celebrate what you're doing right now, mm -hmm. you know? So I think that's kind of been where it is for me at this point. So, well, I love that. And I'm <laughs> super proud of you to see like the Kayla that I met, which was, pff, I don't even remember, I don't remember how many how years now, yeah. like six years, maybe yeah. five years is I first performed a tiny little performance. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I feel like, I don't know. I don't want to say like, I just feel like I, I didn't really, I didn't really know my voice. Mm. I you can know see what that I mean? too because I remember. Oh God. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> like, what are you going to sabotage me? <laughs> no, 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 no. I just remember. I was like, I just feel like she's really closed off. Mm -hmm. Like, I felt like you were mean a little bit. <laughs> Oh my God, but like, no. But like, I, but like it's coming from the place of, of like- Protecting myself. Yes, yes. Because people have said that a lot mm -hmm. to me, like in the past, they're yeah. like, like fearful, but it's the insecurity that we yeah. have within ourselves, yeah. you know? So like, that's why I'm like, yeah. now I'm like, I get it. You're like, actually, I she's not. Because I was in the same- the same season where I mm -hmm. would just like very standoffish to people because I'm like, I don't know who I can trust, yeah. you know? And especially with all my church trauma, I'm yeah. like- I don't know who hates me, who's shutting me, who's yeah. going to kick me out of here, you know, or like tell me I'm not good enough. Yeah. So I saw that within you, you know, like, especially now looking back, it's like, oh, you know, like you were just going through your own shit too. But yeah. then like, I mean, we became friends yeah. very shortly after. Yes. And I was like, oh, she's super cool. <laughs> but it's just cool to see your like journey and yeah. you're like, I feel like to evolve. Yeah. Because I, I, I can, it's weird, but I can remember the way I used to communicate. Mm -hmm. back then and the way and not even just the way I communicate but the way I thought about things and the way I'd like now I just honestly don't give a fuck yeah. <laughs> like in you're the living, most subtle yeah. way and no, like you're living your life yeah like and 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 I say in the most subtle way but also in the most loving way like I just this is me this is who I am this is what I'm about these are my values and I'm gonna stand by them and and, either and align with them or you don't, don't and, and that's okay yes and that's okay and also with the concept too that like having the awareness that other people might be going through where you were yes. at too. And just being like, just kind of still showing them that love, even if it's from a distance, Yes, you know? And I don't know, I feel like at the end of the day, life is hard and we're all going through it. You know what I mean? And I just feel like having a little bit of that compassion and empathy as you go through it and allowing people to go through their growing pains is super important because mm -hmm. look at us, we're talking about our growing pains and watch and cut. we're, Maybe going through them now too. Yeah. You know? <laughs> just exactly. It's just yeah. consistent. It's, it's just yeah. going to be consistently yeah. going. That's one thing I've learned about life. It's just 
it's up and down yeah but I think the biggest thing like I this was even a reminder to me that I trust myself just because I've been going through it like mentally having mental mm-hmm. breakdowns and stuff like that like because when I opened the studio you know it's been phenomenal amazing like a big goal and dream of mine but it's starting a whole new business you yeah. know so like it's a big now I'm running two businesses you know and it's like a big commitment and it's just been like a lot like mentally just like you know kind of I kind of restarted my whole life two years ago in the midst of that too so like it's, it's just like you know like I said turning 31 was like holy shit like I have a lot to figure out almost it feels like yeah I I can relate to that but like <laughs> that statement of like me even just verbally saying it on yeah. the podcast like I trust myself it just literally like hit a light bulb within me like within the last yeah. five minutes where it's just like wow you've I've always had myself like yeah. I had my own back like I've never like failed myself yeah and I will continue to do the same yeah. you know like as long as I keep showing up for myself I'm gonna be okay yeah and you're gonna be okay yeah we're all gonna be okay <laughs> we just have to keep showing up yeah I feel like um there's a lot of times in my life where I think in my later 20s, like my mid to like late 20s, where I did become like where you met me, I was like closed off and protected. And I felt like there was just a lot of life experiences and lessons that came to me. And there was times where I'd be like, man, like I kind of wish I was back in my like, I was 16 and I didn't give a shit, like, mm-hmm. you know? So I feel like that's just what it's like re-entering. Like you're re-entering mm-hmm. that one era of your life where you like, it's that, it's that superpower. You know what I mean? Where like, this is me, this is who I'm, what I'm about and who I'm about and, and owning yeah. that. Yeah. So Yeah, you look at a child and they know exactly what they want. Yeah. <laughs> like my nephew, <laughs> I see it with yes. like my nephew and my little cousin. They're, they're, he's four. Is he four? Yeah, I think he's four. And then my cousin is five. So like, where is she six? I forget how old they are. They're between children. Four and six. I'm sorry, guys, if you're listening to this. <laughs> I love them. They're my heart and soul. But, like, I just see, like, my nephew, how he's very, like, I want that. No, I don't want mm-hmm. that. And, like, my cousin, she's like, I want that. Like, they're just very firm in what they want and, like, voicing their feelings. And it's just, like, you think about it and you're, like, where did we lose that? Well, you I know, like. I, yeah, I feel like you're told a lot, like, don't do that. Don't say it yeah. like that. You know, and for me, going back, my, my mom, um, my mom was a little bit more of growing up. I don't like to use the word people pleaser, but she likes to keep the room. That's my, yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. That was my upbringing She well. She wants everybody to be happy. And I was always like, I pushed the edge. I pushed the envelope. <laughs> like I always questioned everything. And, and, and I stood up for things. And sometimes that was something that we would like, again so when you hear that you're like well they're gonna think this or they're gonna you know and not that she would directly say that but that's what the you know what's coming through your own head I think things like that happen in life and of course like she's trying to protect me that's her goal as her mom as my mom but ultimately that's when you start thinking like oh well if I don't say this but then you know what in your soul you're like this isn't true though for me for me this isn't true this isn't what it is so I feel like life in in different ways trying to protect you but that ain't it no (laughs) No, definitely not. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Life is hard, <laughs> but it's also not. It's also That's not. That's the crazy thing. Cause it's like, if, if, if we make it hard. Yeah. Well, sometimes it's very, it's very, very easy to get caught up mm-hmm. in the moment of things rather than seeing the big picture, you know, like yeah. when we're going through it, it's just like, that's all you see. Yeah. You see the little dot, but you don't see the rainbow at the end or yeah. like, you yeah. know, everything that you've been through. So yeah again just keep showing up yep 
that's literally been my lesson in this yeah. season where it's like I've made it this far and I'm gonna continue to make it even further I've already hit like and that's the thing we forget how much we've done yeah like at least for me I, I constantly forget like how much I've done mm-hmm. like I look back and I'm like I have to remind myself to look back and see that like I'm so much further than where I was yeah five ten fifteen years ago so yeah. Yeah, I feel that completely, completely. And I think it's just, I've had so many conversations where, I don't know, I, I, I think people, like you said, like when you first met me, you were like, oh, you just come off as strong, as like, I don't know, not nice or mean guarded. or guarded. guarded. Yeah, yeah, guarded. guarded. That's a good word. Yes, not mean, yes, but guarded. Yes, yeah. guarded. But like, I was struggling so much with that confidence, you know, even now, like I'm still like, you know, trying to like build that up within myself. Like I can do this and I got this and I, and I am definitely in a better space of believing that. Um, but yeah, it's like, you really have to make that choice every day of like feeding that part of yourself. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 It's important. So we can't end the episode without talking about Kavan. <laughs> Everybody Seriously? wants to talk about Kavan. Yeah. Kavan is honestly like anywhere I go in life, they're like, okay, so where's Kavan? What's, what's Kavan? Kavan is Kayla's fiance. Yes. They recently got engaged. How long ago was that? In January. Okay. Oh my God. It's been that long already. Yes. Wow. Yeah. They yeah. got engaged in Hawaii. Yeah. We're just chilling. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, we got engaged. He honestly did the most epic proposal ever. It was all I could ask for. Um, he basically yeah, had me set up the whole Hawaii. thing. Yep. <laughs> he had me set up the whole thing as he, you know. Wait, did you set up that whole thing? You set up he, the photo shoot? Like, like, yes. Like, did I ever tell you the story? No. All right. Story time, everybody. Story. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Um, okay, so I ended up booking a trip to go to Kauai. Okay, and it yeah. was and it was like a last minute, let's just go do it because it was only for four days, but we got super cheap tickets for like four hundred dollars. So I was like, let's just right. go. Yeah. So I mean I had in the back of my head, I was like, Okay, he might use this as like an opportunity, but if not, like whatever. Nothing Have you guys talked about I mean we've always stuff? I mean we had always talked about so when we started dating, it was like, are we doing this? You know, so when we were like, are we doing this for real, for real? Um, we already knew, like, we're, yeah, we're committing this, or we're this, not. Yeah. yeah, at this age, if you're not. If yeah. we're not, then we're not. Yeah. So, yeah, we already knew. And I don't know. We just always knew, but there was no timeline, no rush. Nothing changes. It's just a ring on the finger kind of thing. Um, yeah, you've never been like, a, oh my God, I can't wait for him to propose. When is he going to propose? Even like, when he proposed after, I was like, oh shit, this is real. Like, <laughs> shit's like, going to start happening. Life's going to happen. Yeah. Like, I just was like, oh my God, life's going to start moving fast. Hold on. We got to, we got to pause. Just because you have a ring on your <laughs> I, But anyways, okay. So, so whatever we go to Hawaii and the first day we get there, um, like, well, we got there late at night. So then first morning we woke up, went to go get coffee. And the way that the island set up, there's like one main road on the whole island. So like when traffic hits, it hits and that's it. And so he's like, let's just walk around. Traffic was hitting. So he's like, let's just walk around the beach. I'm like, okay, so we're walking, whatever. And this guy walks by and Kavan happened to be throwing trash out in like the dumpster, but the dumpster was locked. And the guy was like, hey, the dumpster's locked. Like, 
you know, whatever. He's like, by the way, you guys are a beautiful couple. He's like, not to be weird, I'm a photographer. So of course me, I'm like, oh my God, like, yeah, I'm and I'm like talking to him and I was like, oh my God. And we like start talking, showing each other's Instagrams and like, we're like talking about like everything, you <laughs> know, this is all part of my plan. So I get, it. and so he's like, I don't know if you guys have time later, um, but like, I'd love to do a shoot of you guys. Of course <laughs> so I'm like, yes. On. Oh wait, you did tell me this. So come on, have the guy snooping around for you guys. Yeah. So basically, I, and like, he's just jogging, like, like he's just working out but he wasn't <laughs> so of so course perfect. i'm like yeah so i get his instagram and we're messaging back and forth well we were supposed to do a sunset shoot okay okay well there ended up being super mad traffic on the way down so then obviously a sunset so if you miss a sunset yeah like, you, you can't do it <laughs> so he's like hey i'm so sorry do you think we can do tomorrow morning and at that point i kind of looked at kavan i was like damn like should we just cancel because you know like I don't want to just keep like running after this. We're only here for four days. And yeah, Kavan was a smart man. He was like, whatever you want to do. <laughs> because he's like, if I took a chance of fighting it, like and acting like I really wanted to do this shoot, yeah. you would get yeah. like suspect. Yeah, that's true. Yes. Yeah, you would have known. So of course I was like, no, let's just do it. So even like when we were planning, like what's where I'm like, no, wear that instead. Like he had a whole different <laughs> outfit. Yes. Everything. everything. So then after we went the next morning, and I, and I thought like, okay, like if he would probably use this as a good opportunity, right? So whatever, we get to like the rocks and then he has me standing in one spot and I could see Kavan on one knee, like in the shadows. And I was like, oh shit, it's <laughs> happening. <laughs> You're like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my so God. So then whatever, <laughs> yeah, this is the moment it's happening. So I was like, just stay cool, <laughs> you know, whatever. So then when he told me to turn and it happened, I was like, okay, whatever. And then you're the only girl that talks about this. Like, <laughs> okay, whatever. Like, well, because even even he was on one knee. Like, it's just it's funny because it's like the moment you talk about. But we're just so like casual with it. So like he was on one knee, and I was like, yeah. yeah. But he was on one knee, and I'm like, you have to ask me. Like he's just <laughs> he didn't say anything. He's just, just like, just, I love you, and I'm like, you gotta. <laughs> <laughs> Poor thing, he's probably like peeing himself and like shaking. If you know Kavan, you already know. So <laughs> and you're like, uh, I'm no. like, you gotta get up and like, ask. I don't know, you gotta put it on, whatever. So then after he like, he's like, yo, thanks so much, Matt, whatever. And I'm like, wait a second, <laughs> this you guys know up. each other? And he's like, yeah, we've been Facetiming for months. And that was the part I was like, wow, that's really cool. Like I just thought like he's just like, okay, I'm gonna do it and just. Yeah, this is the moment. Yeah, yeah I'm but, just gonna wait for the perfect but he, moment. He like trip. planned Aww. it all out and whatever. That's so sweet. that's the story. And then you have a special story about the ring. Oh my god, yeah, I do. So the ring actually is my mom's wedding ring for my dad. Um, the diamonds like itself, and yeah, we went to go visit my mom one day, and she was wearing it. And I hadn't seen it since I was like nine years old, mm. and. Um, she was like, yeah, it's just been here, whatever. So I guess in that conversation, Kavan and her had a conversation and my mom gave her the ring, or gave him the ring. And then, yeah, they just changed like the whole band and everything. But yeah, again, I feel so like special. if I didn't go down the journey of that healing within mm. myself and and getting that closure, because I never received that closure from him. I never received the, um, like the, I'm sorry, or like from the, yeah, yeah, from my dad. So I had to kind of go through that process on my own. And um, yeah, it, That's hard. I, I'm yeah, telling you, if easy. you, if yeah. you, if my conversation right now was having, if I was having this conversation right now with like my 16 or my 13 or my 24, it would completely, she different. would, she would not have the same reaction yeah. at all. 
Um, but I have to think about like my six-year-old self. You know what I mean? So I've through that, that's what I've been kind of like really taking care of her. Mm-hmm. Like the younger, younger, younger version of myself, like the really pure version of myself. So yeah, this ring is is te- definitely from like a history line. So it's crazy, that's awesome. but it's timing's everything. I believe in that because again, if this would have happened to me X amount of years ago, I probably would have been like, I don't want that ring. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, I would have yeah. been, you know, yeah, everything I, and, is, and it would have been, so and, and, it's, and it's not in a place of being like selfish or being anything. I was just not in a space to be able to feel like I could receive it. Mm. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So it's not coming from a healed space either. Yeah. Like there's just like so much hurt mm-hmm. around that. Yeah. Yeah. For you. Yeah. But that's amazing that you've been able to like work past that and like just be where you are and like everything, ugh, everything is just always like so divinely led yeah it's, so, it's crazy yeah and I think again it, it comes from going back to trusting yourself but it comes from yourself you know and um I've again have the the journey of my life has been a lot of the self-work you know um and no, I, I literally seal it see it <laughs> I was saying see, see it, it feel <laughs> seal it. <laughs> I'm spitting two words in one but like I see it and I feel it like now like when I'm with you like it's definitely like a whole different Kayla. Yeah. Yeah. She's cool. I'm, I'm, I'm she starting to cool. like her. <laughs> starting to like her. Even, even, you, you know, stuck with her forever. Yeah. So. Yeah. And you got to take care of her. Cause if not, again, this life is short. Yeah. It's so short. So yeah, that's, that's it. That's Kavan. Um, I mean, there's way more to him than just <laughs> yeah, him proposing course, to me, you know, can you, but I know that was like a big, you know, like it was, it was a big moment, milestone. Like the, yeah, yeah. Because from like the ring uh-huh. and like, that's why I wanted to bring it up. Cause yeah. I'm like, it's just a big part of like your story, yeah. I yeah. guess. Yeah. Yeah. And I also think it's part of that, like turning 30 situation. I like got engaged and then all of a sudden I was like, oh my God, we don't have a home and we don't have this. And everybody instantly starts asking you about like, what are you going to do you for a wedding? Yeah. I'm like, what are you going to do? What are the babies? Oh my God. Yes. I mean, people are asking us about yeah. babies before even the, the ring. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but, um, but yeah, I feel like that pressure comes on too, you know, and I've had to learn how to just cancel out that noise and be like, yeah, our journey is just a little different. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. yeah, we're just really just chilling, hanging out in this stage. And it's really, I feel like I was, when it happened, it was really a space of gratitude for me because I, I don't know. I, I never, um, I always imagined somebody like him with his heart, but I just never thought it actually would happen. I never mm. thought it was like, yeah, I, was, I never thought I was deserving of it. Because I was gonna say, you probably just never thought you were enough to like receive somebody like him, you know, yeah. like a relationship, like what yeah. you have. Especially with growing up without that, like father mm. figure, you know, like beyond the alcohol part, like the way he was, and again, I'm, I'm speaking of this in my experience and not in a space because I, I don't want to um, ill talk him, but it, this is my experience of it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I, I grew up watching him with a lot of women mm. in my life. Like we moved a lot, a lot. Like I've probably lived between like nine to 12 different spaces with him and wow. like a lot of different women between that were. Yeah. So pop- for you, you're seeing that yeah. at home. Uh-huh. So you're like. Yeah. No man is. Yeah. And the way it was just, it was his relationship with women was something that I never wanted, you know, and, and that was through his own healings and his own hurts and it's whatever, you know, like I would watch him be with women that were my sister's age, 
you know, my mm-hmm. sister's 15 years older than me. I mean, it wasn't yeah. like my age, yeah, yeah, <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. but still, you know, like there was a lot of things that, that came up that I was just like, I'm not good enough. Like these women are more important than me. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like, and, yeah. and I think that that's for, a lot to work through though. Yeah. You have to give yourself the credit <laughs> of like, yeah. And you know, yeah. and, and I, and I was, and I give myself the credit, but also I, I'm grateful too, because you know, I have an older sister who through my earlier stages up till I was 13, she ended up moving away. And that's another topic too. Um, but she really was the, a big role in my life of somebody who really encouraged me to always be me. I mean, I'll, I'll never forget the time. Like I went to like a party in fifth grade and I wore this outfit or like I had my hair a certain way. And these girls I was with like started making fun of me and I came back inside the house crying and I was like, I don't want to go. Like I need change. And my sister looked at me. She's like, you're not changing that outfit. You look super cute. And she was like, you're going back in there and you're doing this and blah, blah. And like, she, like she just always, and even with dance, like she was, cause she had her hardship of life growing up. We're half sister. We have different moms. And, um, I feel like she like lived through me a little bit and she was like, I want you to do all the things that I wasn't able to do, you know? And she was a big push for me into where I am today, you know? Mm. So, so I, again, it comes back to having people in your life and, and growing up too, there was weekends where my dad just really didn't want me and he'd be like, whose house are you staying at this weekend? So I had a lot of friends in my life that are still my friends today and their family became my family and they would keep me for the weekend, you know, and they would take me and it was, it's again, Mm. it's people in your life. You just can't take them for granted. Yeah. You know, you can't do life alone. Yeah. That's beautiful. Again, yeah. Again, it, I'm super proud of you. Thank you. Yeah. It's just, it's just, it's just life. Like, you know what I mean? And it's, it's all building you up to wherever you need to be. So even when you're going through that time, you're like, what the hell is happening? Or like, why, you know, yeah. like sometimes it's not a year later. Sometimes it's 10 years later or some, whatever or the 20, case may yeah, be. Yeah. yeah. Because if I didn't have those things in my life, then I wouldn't have anything to be grateful for. You know what I mean? Or like, I wouldn't have the same appreciation for people yeah. that I have. Yeah. Um, and I don't take that lightly at all. Yeah. It's beautiful to be in a space where you can like look back and just be grateful. Yeah. And again, there's, the, I, I can't say it's like roses and butterflies. Like of they're course, still like, of course. oh my God, like the I still, yeah, never. I'm still grieving. I still go through that. Like, you know, where I like, I cry for that younger girl, but also like, that's who the fuck she was meant to be. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like she was meant to. Yeah to be that person. And I'm starting to learn that like through my story, I can connect and help other people too. You know what I mean? Because if I had no story to share or to give, then how am I supposed to connect or inspire or be with other people along that path too? Because if it was an easy path, then like what? Yeah. (laughs) What's the point? Yeah. Yeah. Like then it's kind of a boring story. Yeah. In reality, (laughs) you know, like it's just like, all right, cool. You just kind of flew by. That's really nice. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. That's, that's amazing. A that. I love that. This was fun. Yeah, this was I'm happy fun. we finally got to do this. We have been talking about this, like I said, forever. So yes. thank you so much yes, for no. being on the podcast. Let everybody know where they can find you on socials. Oh, yes. Okay. So um, not your social on social. Media. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm just, <laughs> on Friday night, I am at, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm at home um, or taking class. Okay. So uh, my social media is at Kayla Okalani. So K A Y L A O. K-A-L-A-N-I. That's my personal one. And then I also have Kalani Films. Um, that's where you can also follow me. K-A-L-A-N-I Films all together. And yeah, that's that's it. That's all about <laughs> me. I feel like we went all over the place. If you caught on to this long, thank you. Love you so much. Love for you because 
we went in all different directions. We'll be we'll be we more. Usually do. We'll it's we'll okay. we'll be that's more usually, on a map next time. That's usually how it is. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, that's usually how it is. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Until next time. Bye.